everybody. Welcome to episode 110 of the Go Gorilla Filmcaster, source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashidi I'm another host, Paul Robinson. Mm-hmm. I am, I am. Mm-hmm. You know, before we get into this week's episode, which is a killer episode, let me just say, but... <laughs> okay. um, I wanted to just reiterate at the beginning of the podcast that uh, we love to hear from you. You know, we get we 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 interact with our our our, our audience mm-hmm. and our partners in this adventure that we call mm-hmm. filmmaking, and um, we'd like to continue to do so. So please feel free to reach out to us at Go Gorilla Film on the socials. Instagram is always the best way to contact us or via email. Um, so yeah, let's hear from you. Let's continue the conversation. It's been fun. I don't know what the hell's going on, but yeah, what he said. Um, so, yeah, so uh, as we had kind of warned, it's it's a weird time. Mm. It's weird for getting guests. Mm. Um, I feel like there's like a there's an ebb and flow in it. And yeah. um, I haven't I haven't really been like I've heard back from people and then nothing. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just a weird time, I guess. I don't know. I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Or, or they're just like, I don't want to be on this show um so so you're just way to sell us you're stuck with us and uh you know whatever we watch and we talk about film wise and Mm -hmm. um i think uh we're gonna try to do uh we're gonna try to do an episode where a little personal on our inspiration stuff to any time to get my list together okay directors actors types you know people that you you look up to and mine's very un we'll get into it we'll get into it I need time to think about that. Mm. Um, so you you have you have like a week. Okay. Make make your lists out there if you're listening. See if uh, any yeah. of them check off. Yeah, check off. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I check was off. I was going to speaking of filmmaking stuff. I was going to talk about the new Ursa Mini camera that yeah, yeah. came out. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, we did discuss this a little. Yeah, we talked about it. You and I, because we have a, we currently have a Blackmagic camera. We have the four point six K. We're very happy with it, you know. Um, so they just announced the new twelve K camera mm. that came out, and um, you know I was going to get into it, but I mean, there's just so much information online about it. Uh, I can give you, you know, we can give you our take on it. Um, but uh, if you want all this, the really specky specs that are on there, you want the specky specs. Uh, Some official can, interest, by the way. Yeah, and so you can um, you can check that online. But I will say it, it, it's a camera that is very exciting. Yeah. You know, in terms of uh, moving the industry forward, not just because it's 12K. That's 12K is obviously overkill. Nobody's going to shoot 12K. Nobody Nobody's can watch gonna, 12K. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the most important. Right, thing. but I think the bigger, you know, for someone like me. What think, are TVs at now? Four still? Four. I think I think some might be six, six or eight, but I'm not even sure. But for me, something like this, you know, when you can take a 12K sensor and then capture 6K on it, mm-hmm. then, it, you know, your image is going to look better because then you go from 6K to 4K and sometimes even from 6K to 1080 and your image is going to be that much crisper and you're going to be able to really dial in like the the the... The highlights and shadows because you're going to have a lot more pixels to it's not going to be like a whole extra stop of dynamic range or anything but it will give you a little extra latitude in regards to that stuff just because there's so much darn resolution um <laughs> i would have rather seen a 6k camera with 16 stops of dynamic range than a 12k camera with 14 stops of dynamic range the dynamic range on the cameras is good you know but it could always be better you know the thing with that company though is that they're they're always decently priced yeah 12k um, for 10k i i just they could have easily charged more yeah. than they than they are and um you know i don't know i think maybe that's their shtick you know that's well they're it i know we've talked i've talked about this on the show a long time ago the, their mentality and and look they're a business they want to make a profit they want to make money get it they're you know all companies are evil let's move on um <laughs> I'm sure they'll love to hear that yeah um but you know their their mentality seems to be like how much crap can we shove into a ten thousand dollar camera whereas other companies would be like how much can we charge for this yeah. you know so it's and a different they drag t- it type out. of mentality they drag yeah it out they yeah they announced it, it and it was like available i and yeah. i i prefer other companies that. like red they just they're like hey we're thinking of doing this thing it'll be available in 2027 like well fucking great i don't care what's yeah. gonna happen like there'll be three different cameras by then i don't you know like there may be a whole other company that comes out mm-hmm. by the time you do this thing that you're charging an extra seven thousand dollars for like hey we put an extra button on this camera yeah oh yeah now all the purists gotta get that one because it's got a button on it um i feel like uh starting the red war bringing that back up mm-hmm. uh, but i feel like 
a lot of that like those types of red users they're like that they're like the iphone people that yeah. it's like so well, what's new on the phone like not really much but it's like four hundred dollars more mm-hmm. well i'm gonna get it did you just get your phone like four months ago yeah i'm gonna get it again uh, all right i mean yeah. there's nothing real. it's really not that big a deal but i don't know i mean look don't get me wrong if somebody's like here's a free red right be like okay fine um but that's just my point is that to for for us to go broke to jump onto the red bandwagon i don't really feel like their cameras are that great well, I f- yeah you know I, I don't either ultimately any camera can look like shit. right let's just establish that i mean you can make anything look terrible but for what they charge for yeah. what it costs you to get one of their cameras mm-hmm. Which, well, like anything have, else, is gonna, you know, depends on 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 your glass, as yeah. they say. But I just, I don't know. I just, I like. Yeah, they. I, I like our I camera. I feel like, and maybe this is just because I'm not in any as much now because I have a camera that I use and I just make the best of it, and nothing's come out that's really that like much of a game changer that I have to be like, all right, we got to sell this and get the new one. But um, you know, 12K is obviously a big deal, and, and but. It, I'm more interested in to see what their next color science is going to look like. What are the skin tones going to look like? Is that going to be available on my camera? That's something that's more interesting to me. But I feel like, but my original point, because I haven't really been looking at cameras and in that world um, in terms of like comparing and Mm -hmm. contrasting certain cameras, I don't know if that like brand loyalty is really there anymore. No, I think it was. And then you have the people that'll, they'll just stay with it forever. But it's just a matter, I think people are just like, oh, I'll get a black magic or I'll get a a Canon and I'll get a red. There's a lot of purists out there. I still see them out there and they're, they they still just. I don't, I don't, you know, I like, uh, I like black magic because I like, I use a lot of their products and I'm happy with them. So yay. But you know, if Canon came out with something that I wanted, then I would buy that. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not like a, yeah, tied but to any I, brand I for any reason. I feel like Black Magic has done good by us. They done got, good. We've ha- we'd have have had two of their cameras now, mm-hmm. and um, I think we had the Pocket Cinema. Is that the, what we no, had? Uh, we had the Is it the original one. It wasn't the Pocket Cinema. It was it was called something else. It was the it original was like, Cinema camera. It was like two and a half K. It's just like a big block. Yeah. with a hole in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah. It was a very weird looking camera, but you know we got decent. Um, footage out of it and and you know this the one that we have now i think is is great as well and so you know if i had to pick a team if i was forced if we had to if we had to like trump and biden this i'm going to be team biden (laughs) because biden's uh, being black magic uh yeah because the like there's there's those diehards it's just a cruel irony that's like the diehard red people that like don't care how subpar this camera might be they're still gonna buy it because it's a red they're mm-hmm. just gonna they don't even care uh and and i i still see a lot of those people that are just like yeah i'm shooting up a red like all right okay but you yeah. know that who cares? i know one of the a lot of the complaints i've heard about black magic in the past has been like support you know um yeah, there's always gonna be something yeah but you know, hey, I had two not. I had one of the knobs break off. Yeah, they were pretty quick about and it. I called them, and they. I had it within like three days, so I don't know. And now, now it's good as new. I wonder. Good as new. Oh, also the same thing with. Um, there was an issue I had with flaring, and there was some kind of. You had to take the take piece the sensor out. off yeah, and put it take... on, and they sent that thing out right away too. Yeah. So. Um, that wasn't. Yeah, um, I was a little worried when that happened because I was like, "What? Yeah. We had just gotten it." And, you know, it's that was a long time ago, so it's been it's mm-hmm. still doing good. I wonder, though, I mean, I don't wonder entirely because I get the financial uh, motivation behind it. But I just don't understand why there isn't a camera company that's <clears throat> more upgradable, like the PC of cameras where you well, buy the body of the camera and it's like, hey, we've made an upgrade you want that upgrade, it's an additional $600. Here, here's what it does. You may not need it. And then so you don't get it. And it's just kind of more of a cherry picking a well, la carte kind of what kind red of was, like modularity, buy the but, brain and then you buy the handle yeah, and this and not... all those different things. And then you would just upgrade the brain and you would keep all of your accessories and they would work with whatever. Yeah, but that's not really... It's not really. I mean, yeah, I think that's like I feel like that was the 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 lure when they got really popular was like, oh, look what you could do. But I don't know that that's like, well, they just released a camera that's like an all in one red. Mm. The Red Ranger, or also the Komodo. I don't really know about the Komodo. They have the Red Komodo that just came out. I haven't dived too much into that because it's, look, it's all out of our price range. And 
you know, um, even the even the new Black Magic, which is ten grand, we sell our camera. We're still fishing around for like seven grand, so it's not like something that's feasible. And we paid like six grand for that. Yeah, something used. Like that. Used. No, we Wasn't bought this it? new. We bought this new. Yeah, we bought oh. it brand new. Um, well, it was almost six grand for that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's worth much less but now. That's the thing, you know. It's like I, I, I'm not obsessed with K's. You know this. I, I don't really care about the K's. I care about the dynamic range. I care about the color science. I care about that stuff. Um, and that stuff really like you still have a lot of flexibility in that. There's still a lot of there's still a lot of control that I have over that that I still have to master. I can't go out and expect a camera to do all that work for me. Nothing does. I would that. love it to. Nothing you know, does. That. I'd love to get One an Ari day. and then have beautiful color science and blah 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 yeah. and some really pretty lenses. Nothing and, and that is whatever. A but jillion dollars yeah. does that. Nothing. So, but I think it's only to my benefit because then if I can make this camera look good then i can make any camera look good it's that kind of mentality not that it's so bad already i think it's a really solid <laughs> camera because of the flexibility so today's episode has been brought to you by black magic not really yeah um so we, there's there's not anyway. really, there's not really much going on um aside from like some cinemas are opening um i think a vinyl a sign of... is going to be playing like in rom for it i guess they're still going through with it i mean look I appreciate anybody who goes to that, but our film is definitely not worth getting COVID over. So, uh, I mean, just... Thanks for I, everybody involved, but... I know. don't get it. Like, I, I appreciate it, but, um, you know, U- UK is having, like, a lot of issues with... Same issues that we're having, just people that, like, don't want to wear a mask and don't, mm. like, they just don't want to do the thing. And um, so, you know, that's going on... Um, there was another fest that we had submitted to that we got we're or waiting for a reimbursement for because they decided to cancel. Um, mm-hmm. We've been rejected by a couple as well, and um, it's just yeah, I think a we're at weird. Like 40% now or something. It's a weird, weird. It's just a weird time for for everything. So yeah. like I don't know how everything's playing out. Um, but anyway, off topic. Well, uh, in terms of cinemas, I know. What's been interesting to read is is I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure Bill and Ted the new movie is going to go to streaming now. There's talk of the New Mutants going streaming now, so I think a lot of films are going to be like, well, some are and some aren't. Like I know, um, like Tenet's just going to wait. The Black theaters Widow, open they were like, no. Yeah. Um, Tenant, yeah, it was. But it'll no. be interesting to see how long. Mulan, I think they were like on the fence, but I don't think they're going to do it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see see if that happens, if if a lot of movies just go to streaming to try to make money back and they'll charge, you know, 30 bucks or something crazy. I don't know. Because people will pay like 70 bucks for a fight. I just wish that like like Chris Nolan would just be honest and be like, hey, I want this in the theaters because it's going to make more money that way. Rather than be like, it's intended to be watched in a cinema. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, nobody's going, if you're, if I don't feel safe, I'm not dying to watch that. I just don't understand because it's theaters have seats and happening. he's so anti-seat. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't get, like, I mean, so, so if, if you're going to be a purist, then I assume this isn't going to streaming when you're Ever, done, yeah. uh, there's going to be no Blu-rays sold, right? Because that's not how you intended for it to be watched. You have no problem making the money off that after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, just be honest and be like, hey, we spent a lot of fucking money on this movie and we want to make our money it's back. Fair. Rather than do this whole like, the only way to watch it is the intention is to be on that. Yeah, shut up. Like, I, you know, Chris Nolan stuff is amazing looking. That, I, you yeah. know, I get it. I get the whole thing, but it's just not... The, the way they make TVs now, like, yeah. this isn't like even 10 years ago where you could, it wasn't as comparable. Yeah. I mean, look, everything but, looks cool in the theater, sure. Everything's sure, intended but, to be in the theater, but, you know, reality hits. Everybody films for the theater. Any yeah. of these blockbuster films, they all film to be seen on screen, but it doesn't yeah. happen that way sometimes. And, uh, you know, anyway, uh, there is, there was like a, um, I guess a blueprint, if you will. Of I guess the talk is that that COVID will change cinema indefinitely. Mm. That there's a new style of cinema, and um, with social distancing in mind, because Drive-ins. no, because indoor drive-ins, because you can't have you you can't assume that when this is done, then something else isn't going to take over. They're going to come up with a vaccine or whatever is going to yeah. be in that, and then then something else comes along nine months later, nine years later, who the hell knows, that works completely differently. And we're right back where we started. And so uh, for new builds, it just seems like the safer alternative is to just like plan for social distancing, distancing being a human dilemma till the end of time. (laughs) 
And so they have it like it looks like a space pod and everyone sits in their pods. But it's like certain I think like certain pods have more seats. Sure. Um, It was a really vague like article about it. So I'm hoping that some of those pods are just two because I still don't want to sit next to like two other people that I don't know. Right. Um, And then that again, I I feel like where that becomes difficult is in the, the transport to that, like. How right, do you, you get to, you yeah. know, you've got that's always been 200 the people yeah. trying to cram into a theater. And um, yeah, so I don't know how I don't know how that's going to work. I really yeah. don't. But I mean, it looked interesting. I like the 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 antisocial aspect of it that is right up my alley. Yeah. I don't have to worry about somebody kicking my seat. I don't have to listen to people talking right next to me, at least a little bit further away. Um, but it had this really like minority report kind of like a look to it. I was like, I'm I'm yeah. I'm here for that. I'm here for that even without a pandemic. I just don't want to be around people. So we'll see what goes with that. But where I was originally going with this was uh, the new. Uh, that they like showed the cast for the new Suicide Squad, and I'm just like perplexed. Like, there's gonna be people that are there for it, no matter what. Right. The comic book people, they don't care. They're now gonna I've watch been in it. a bubble, so I don't, you know, working. But so what? What is? Is it? Is this a a, a re? Well, it's funny because like, I I had an, I had an in depth discussion with you about this, <laughs> which means remember. nothing because you, you never uh, listen to me. No, I I um, know I I I know. You had mentioned it's it, but I, I, like I haven't watched like a trailer or seen well, any no trailer. I haven't seen any. Well, just, what I'm saying is I haven't seen a trailer or read anything or any of that stuff. It's just a hodgepodge of like, I want to say like D-list actors. Is this a sequel? Mixed in, well, there's some of the same people. So yeah, oh, okay. it's the same. They still exist. So mm. I just, I don't, I don't know. I get it. Mm. I don't understand it. I know it's like, that's like a mean girl thing, but it's like when I think of, I don't I feel like they're um, like if you're going to go with people that aren't A-list actors that aren't known for like being strong actors, why not give those parts to like unknown people? Mm-hmm. Like who the hell is flocking to the theater to watch Pete Davidson? Oh, is he in it? In anything. Well, I haven't seen The King of Staten Island, is it? Yeah, or did you see that in the theater? No. no. Why? Because it doesn't belong there. Nobody's going <laughs> there to see that. Well, I don't. It wasn't a theater movie, I don't think. I know that. That's oh. my point, is that it, anything that he makes has to be something that goes straight to VOD or something yeah. you could stream because nobody's flocking through the theater to see that. Like, There's tons of like, really strong actors out there. Like that, Flula? Yeah. Great guy. On YouTube? I, I, is he you in know, it too? Unfortunately, yes. Is this like a comedy? Yeah, Pete Davidson and Flula? And there's other people too. That's why I said it was just like, it was like they pulled... Everybody who had nothing to do, and they were just like, "Yeah, we're gonna just shove you in here." I don't. I is it gonna become like the uh, the Expendables, where they just th- throw? That's how I feel. I feel like they're just they just threw people together. Like the 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 Rock will be the in people it. that are returning. I I am almost positive are contracted to. They have to usually when you do one, yeah. you have to do the sequel. So even after the bomb of the first one, they have no choice. So I'm not I'm not throwing any shade at Viola or Kinnaman for that. I can't. I get it. It's a paycheck and whatever. Um, I like Kinnaman. I would like to see him get some stronger roles. It's a paycheck for everyone overall. But what I'm just saying is like after what happened with the first one, this is your backup plan? Yeah. Yeah. It has disaster written all over it. Like your problem the first go around wasn't your cast with the exception of Leto. You fucked up with that one. Get that guy out of there. It was your story. Yeah. I mean, the script was... Not good. And that's what that's why I feel like that's what made it sink as hard as it did. Now it's like, <laughs> like what the fuck? I don't get it. Yeah. It's really weird. It, and like <clears throat> I think Flula's hilarious, but like on Conan. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I, I highly doubt he's got like the, the hoopy, majority. Hoopy ducks. Yeah. I I don't think he has like extensive dialogue, but yeah. I just don't, I don't understand. It's like, there's just no rhyme or reason to these comic book films. It's just like, let's just start throwing people together. And when the, um, you know, the, the critics and the, the Scorsese's of the world that are like, it's not films and this, that like, look, if we can make, uh, you know, half of the films that come out, then yeah. like, who cares? My thing has always been the stories. Like, I get that, you know, you get people fly around explosions or, you know, they wear their little costumes. It's okay, fine, fine, fine. But can you just have a good story? Yeah. Like, can you just do that? Watched Logan. Okay, so it's it's feasible. Yeah. But you just don't bother to. I just don't, I, I don't, yeah. you know, you get dead. Then Deadpool comes and you're like, okay, okay, this is all possible. 
this is all doable. <laughs> like, why does it have to be yeah. such a generic just outliers? They just know? follow like the schematic of like this yeah. is how you make comic book movie, and there's just nothing original about them, and that's well, why it I was depends. Dreaded. I mean, you know, there's I think there's a place for those. You know, I like Marvel movies. I haven't really watched a lot of DC movies that I liked, unfortunately. But I'm not saying but... to change all the flying and all the flippy doos that they do. How about just make that a better, stronger story? Yeah. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not we saying got time all, for story, it's right? we silly need, we need or, the, you know, like, you know, what whatever uh, people that are too mature for comic book movies are going to say. That, and that's not my issue with it. Yeah, they're fun. Good, good, money, money flying around. I get it. But like, can we just I don't know. I feel like it's almost like and there's going to be a joke in three, two, one from that character. Boom. It's like all timed out. Like it's just like yeah. comic book schematic. You know exactly what this movie is going to be like. Uh, uh, so I don't know. I I'm. Not even going to lie and say that I'm going to watch this. I didn't. I barely watched the first one. I know I couldn't even finish it. Um, and yeah, you didn't, didn't see even, it at I all. I didn't watch the first one. I had no interest. I just thought like, this is bizarre. This, the casting for it was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting because, you know, I feel like theaters are going to be struggling for a while. Movie, um, movie making. is going to be struggling for a while. You know, big sets with lots of people. Taika Waititi's in it. Okay. Well, I like him. Him I like. He's not directing it, though, but... No, he's in... But that's what I'm saying. It's like, so you have him... He's probably him, doing a voice. You have him and then Pete Davidson? Yeah. I don't... Like, Nathan Fillion? Well, he's he's awesome. John Cena? Yeah. I mean... There's that. <laughs> I just... I, I think that, that, like, Pete Davidson, Cena, and Flula were, like, the main ones that I was like, huh? I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen there. But, like... uh Viola and and Margot Robbie and Kinnaman, like I'm like, and I don't know if Idris Elba was in the first one. He's in this one, but hmm. I don't remember if he was in the first one. And Will Smith um, is not back. No, I don't think so. Um, like I get, I get like contracted, and you have to, but I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Anyway, so we decided to watch some things. Yeah, because we didn't get a guest, so we're like, all right, let's watch some stuff. Let's talk about some things, filmmaking, all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we watched. A very indie, a very, it's like we have to squeeze, like, okay, so we want to watch a really indie film, a kind of indie film, and then something that's got a budget. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the big budget. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. So um, starting with the lowest budget or assumed lowest budget uh, was a film called Tyrell. And um, so this this was a writer-director. I'm not going to lie. The reason why I watched this was because uh, Christopher Rabbit's in it. So let's just start with that. Christopher Rabbit. I was going down, I was going down the... The Abbott hole. <laughs> I kill me. And I was like, what's he been in that I haven't seen yet? And there's a couple things. I'm I'm really behind on stuff, but uh, this was one of them. And behind on your Abbott collection? I'm, I'm behind on my Abbott collection. And so uh, it's a, a writer-director, Sebastian Silva. And uh, it's, it's a hodgepodge of, of a cast. Yeah. Speaking of cast, but in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we have... Um, Michael Sarah, mm-hmm. um, and Dowd, uh, Caleb Landry Jones, who just scares the shit out of me. I don't know what it is yeah. about that guy. He just fucking creeps me out. Um, uh, Jason Mitchell, Michael Zegan, I think Zegan, he's from Marvelous Maisel, mm-hmm. and the wonderful Philip Ettinger, of course. I didn't even recognize um, him at first. So, uh, actually, for a while. Uh, so this is this was a weird one for me, and for one reason only. I don't know why the hell they filmed it the way they did. Mm, yeah i mean the only thing i to my understanding is that it's an artistic standpoint yeah so basically it's filmed like with an anamorphic lens like the whole time and the edges of the the frame the left and right edges you know sometimes when you're like stacking like you know filmmakers will know but like when you're stacking lenses and lens adapters on and you're just trying to get this anamorphic lens to work but there's always like some kind of issue like the edges are blurry or whatever and that's kind of the case here was that you had really blurry edges and and like the soft yeah they were they were a bit it was distorted so if you walked out of frame it just looked like you were bending um so there's a lot of that going on i really like like distractingly noticed it from the jump and i said well surely that's not going to be going on through the entire film why would anyone do that and then it did and then, like, the next scene came, and the next scene came, was like, why are we still on this weird anamorphic, like, fish lensy look? This doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah. Um, so that was, like, a big 
thumbs down for me. Mm. Just that decision to do that. I felt like it was such an injustice to the performances and to the story. And I just hated that. I'm not not even going to like try to sugarcoat that. I absolutely hated that. And it was distracting. And had it not had the cast that it had, I would have shut it off. Mm. Because it was at one point starting to give me a freaking headache. I was, it was really bothering me. Um, But I was like, I'm going to stick this through. (laughs) I'm going to stick this through. Some of the scenes weren't so bad. And that's because it was, you know, a lot of it took place at night, so yeah. you, you know the the edges were kind of falling off into darkness anyway. Yeah, so. but when it was during the day, it was very very obvious, and mm-hmm. I just I loathe that look. I don't yeah. know why anybody would do that. Um, what I appreciated about it was that it was very bare bones. Um, I don't know what they filmed on. I mean, this you know that the lenses and all that was different, but I don't know what the actual body of the. I don't know what they filmed yeah. on. Um, and this is where we get into, you know, we get very technical and we want our stuff to look fucking awesome at all times. But sometimes there's just something about having a really good cast and an, and a, an interesting story mm-hmm. and a good location. And it just, this is why I say it just, if you can learn to really optimize your strengths and say, hey, I don't have a great camera, but let me make sure I have a great story or just really good performances. It's forgivable. Yeah, I will forgive something not so much so that I sat through that entire film with nausea. Well, that was just all just the completely power of, power nausea, of the <laughs> total nausea. Yeah, but he wasn't even really the uh, the main character. I mean, the 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 main character uh, Tyrell, if you will. Um, that for me, he was he was like the, a really strong. He was actor. So. Thankfully, he saved that. And and the, the, the performances were good. Look, like Michael Sarah was the least Michael Sarah he's ever been. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. The Caleb guy was everyone that he always is. Just creeper. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, there's, oh, it's just underlying. Like watching it initially before I saw the genre, I'm like, clearly this is a horror movie because this guy's not it. He's going cr- to split everybody's throat. It's funny throat. that you say that because I thought for sure he was going to do something really intense, like kill one of them or yeah, like, like something. There's going to be an accidental, yeah, yeah. like someone's going to wrestle and then accidentally hit their head. And, yeah. uh, this now they got to bury the body Yeah, this is going to turn. Uh, and, it, and it isn't. Because this was a film that, much like the second film, that I was just like, I don't want to, I love, every now and then I love going into a film and not, I don't even want to see the trailer, let's just watch it. You didn't see the trailer for any of them actually, yeah. that, that we're reviewing today. Um, anyway, but yeah, so. So you weren't as big of a fan of the story. Well, here's the thing. What's the thing? The thing is, I love me a good slice of life film, oh. you know, just as much as the next per- person. But uh, I don't know. This one, it wasn't bad. I'm not going to say it was a bad film. The, the further I get away from the film, the more I actually like it for some weird reason. But um, I, I don't know. It was just kind of like, okay, that happened. Like... I'm sure there's more subtext that I didn't there get. Was, just but, so um, you know, there's really not much of a first, second, and third right. act. It doesn't really very, follow that. It's very naturalistic. The lighting yeah. and the performances, it just looked like one of the films, story. one of those films that just uses natural lighting and blah, yeah. blah, blah. I'm sure there was actual lighting because, uh, but um, yeah, the performance is very natural, like allowing the cast to kind of really play off each other and bounce around. And so that stuff was all great, you know, Um Aside from the, the, the lens issues, the camera work wasn't distracting in any way in terms of, um, uh, uh, you know, blocking your shots out and stuff. All that was fine. But I feel like the story just kind of fell a little flat for me a little bit. I felt like the story could have used a little bit of polishing, but I overall really enjoyed it. Yeah. And and I think and that's 80 percent of that is because maybe of the I was looking for, for more of a and maybe if I would have saw the trailer would have uh, managed my expectations. But I wanted to see more of a um, I feel like this is why you need to watch trailers, because uh, then you go in thinking you're getting one thing and you wind up with something else and then you're not sure if you liked it. That's why I yeah. always watch a trailer. I don't like when trailers give too much away, but I like to just kind of know that i'm in the mood okay i'm in the mood for this right now yeah. um and if you hadn't watched a trailer to that i think you would have definitely thought this was going to go south something was going to go south well, not even story. south or bad like, i just felt like i wanted to see some kind of uh i don't know something just something substantial happen because you know i i and, think it's it, it was a just and like a, i said there could have been tons of subtext that was lost on me for whatever reason but um i think it's a it was a good example of what it's like it was compl- when, like, and that's not to say that the, sorry, that's not to say that, like, I've been in that, like, 
I've lived those nights, so yeah. I can relate. So everything that happened was 100% believable and like, but. Yeah, but you've not, but, but that's the thing is that you've lived those nights, but you were one of the white guys in the room. 100%. And the, the whole point of well, this that's what I'm saying. film There's... was to be the one black guy in the yeah. room. And, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it was, it was authentic in that weird, um, just that. That's that tension yeah. and that 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 uncertainty when you're going, you know, and then there's always that one person that says something that's like inappropriate. And then mm-hmm. everyone else is like, Shut but not like up. overtly, like, just, n- yeah, just on that borderline, just on the borderline of being like, that's uncomfortable. And why did you have to say that? You know, and I don't I don't know what it's like to be a black guy in that room. Because I'm not, but I, you know, I've, I've had the experience of having people find out I was Hispanic and then it turning. Yeah. And then you, you start getting like these really stereotypical questions and you're like, what? Like, yeah. what? how did we get here? Um, but I can I can fake that. Right. Right. But when you walk in and that difference is visible, it's right off the bat, you know, and so you're just kind of like, is there an acceptance here? And so I I really liked that aspect of it. And I thought that they did a good job with the way that that can go. Um, but I admit like maybe, you know, I, I could have, it was structured. That's what it was for me. The story could have used a little bit more structure. It seems very like. Maybe that's what it is with me. There's, there's, it just like, and, and I don't, I guess I'm so used to seeing like, I, I figured, you know, I, I caught on quickly that there was going to be not like a race issue, but like an issue, um, you know, this uncomfortableness. And I, and I got that and I read all that, I guess for me. Uncomfortableness. Uncomfortableness. (laughs) Not discomfort. Yeah. No, uncomfortableness. Um, I guess I was just because I'm so used to seeing movies where that's like the the focus and it's such a it's so kind of you're beaten over the head with it. And now when it's more subtle and actually how it really happens a lot of times. how it happens. Yeah. You know, maybe that's just something that. um, Yeah, I've been in I've been in those situations where I've been the person and then also been the person in the room when someone else says something. You're like, shut up. You know, like you're making things weird. Why do you have to say that? You know. And I felt like that's what that's why I was able to forgive like this sort of lack of structure and a damn anamorphic thing because I felt like they did a really good job being authentic to yeah, that tension 100%. where you're like I'm so uncomfortable right now and I kind of don't know why but I do know why and I just want that one person to just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I liked it. I, I would say watch it. I just don't. I just maybe take a Dramamine or something first. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, so that, so that was that. And, and I don't know what the budget was, um, but I'd assume it was pretty low. It was filmed like up in this area. Yeah. Up in, uh, oh crap. They said it too. Yeah. I forgot. Um, but it was, it was like an hour or two north of here. Yeah. So, you know, the, like that, that type of house, they're seen chock full it. of them upstate. Yeah, like that's just, yeah, we, yeah. we, there's a lot of them up there. So, um, we, we recognize that right away. And, um, so then like now moving up the, the financial, <laughs> Budget, budget. Um, the next one, I think, I don't remember if it was 3.4 million or 4.3. I think it was 4.3. 4.3, yeah. Which, again, by Hollywood standards, is nothing. Pennies. Mm-hmm. But for me, I felt like it... Okay, so we, we watched Vivarium. Yep. Which... Vivaciously. <laughs> which I saw the trailer for, and I went, ooh, I want to see that. Now, I'm not like the biggest fan... Of the Poots and the Eisenberg? Yeah. Poots and Eisenberg. Poots and Eisenberg. <laughs> no, Poots and Eisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I don't like I don't go out of you know, it's just yeah. like, oh that okay. But I thought that the I thought it was a weird matchup, those mm-hmm. two actors. And so that kind of intrigued me. And then it had this really dark feel, and in the trailer, like the kids like sitting screaming, and I was like, Oh, this is I wanna see this. And okay, so this was uh a, again a director writer i'm always a fan of them yeah uh so lorkin finnegan i think there was also a story by someone else as well um and so those are the two like the the two known actors which poots and eisenberg mm-hmm. uh emojin poots and uh jesse eisenberg and so uh this was so weird for me this was so so weird for me because what I thought I was getting, the initial concept for it, and the way the trailer panned out, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. But then, spoilers, by the way. Spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> So I absolutely hate when we are following two characters that willingly 
put themselves in a situation that no one in their right mind would put themselves in. Yeah. So when I walk into, I guess, would you say it was a real estate office? I guess some type like the, yeah. the hub to this community living. Yeah, but it was like it was like in a strip mall type of thing. It wasn't like it was like yeah, a little storefront. It right. was a little storefront. And it was for like, you know, when you see like the McMansion communities, yeah. like where all the houses look the same, except it was a incredibly exaggerated it was yeah. tons and tons literally of, the same yeah same literally color, the same. same house and so and it, it wasn't accidentally that they had this character that works there play the part in an incredibly obviously weird way right so much so that any normal person would be like i'm not going anywhere with you you freaking weirdo yeah but these two characters are like mm, yeah sure let's go and that, like, so, like, right from the jump, I was like, I don't like, because I knew where it was going. Yeah. I already knew where it was going. I was like, this See, guy's I had, acting weird. I, I went weird. in blind with this one, too. But. I knew where it was going. I'm like, this guy's acting weird. They're going to go in the house. They're going to get stuck there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was, like, a budget thing that everything looked so incredibly green screened. Or if they intended for yeah. it to look at first I was like, oh, that doesn't look. And, but then you look at the clouds and 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 they they talk about the clouds and how they but look they that don't way. Look so anything like clouds. So that that's what got me is that if these people it are be, within their they have their wits about them, you would look up and be like, that doesn't look real at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I how hard would it have been to have like composited a realistic looking sky into I that? I think at that budget you you can, and I feel like it was more of a uh, uh, an aesthetic choice because the place isn't real, so it doesn't look real. Right, but that's what's so confusing about yeah. it. That's what's so confusing about it when they're driving well, real in, in terms of yeah. Like when they're driving in and and just the way the guy be. I'm not talking about like oh this person's kind of weird. He was like incredibly awkward yeah incredibly awkward and why on earth they would even go especially when she says like this isn't what we were looking really what we were looking for this type of they were looking for just a regular house yeah i just anyway go ahead yeah i don't know i mean this (laughs) this thing jesse eisenberg always picks interesting roles yes and uh i applaud him for that for sure you know his i'm not going to say that he's um uh He's like a one note actor or anything like that. So he certainly has some range, but I feel like you know there's a there's a there's a similarities in a lot of his characters. Uh, Imogen Poots, I, I don't. She's okay. Yeah, she's a good actor. You mm, know, take yeah. you know whatever. Okay, great. Um, I will say though, I don't know why. I thought she was good in it. I don't. I thought he was good in it too. I I normally when the Brits play Americans, it's like oh you know because they they do it so well, mm-hmm. but for some reason. When she plays a Brit, which she is, it seems weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> like whenever she has a British accent, which seems is fake. her actual accent, yeah. I think maybe because most things I've seen her in, she's been, she's played an American or... Well, this takes place in England. Right. So he's this, an American right, in he's England. In, yeah, but but I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. it just yeah, seemed I don't, weird. This movie, to me, there was a lot of just things that didn't make sense and not like in a good way or on purpose. I feel like for me, from a... Um, logistical kind of storytelling standpoint i was like okay but why is that and why there's just so many questions and i i love amb- ambiguity mm-hmm. so i say that slowly um but i feel like there was so much of this i was just like oh but i wanted to know more about that world so i can understand the stakes of it i don't i had no idea about any of the stakes because i didn't know this world and that's fine at the beginning but there's a there is kind of a moment in it where she kind of gets to see the other side sort of yeah and um i feel Towards like the very end yeah the very very end and i i, I don't know i just wish that uh, it wasn't so I wasn't so in the dark, and I hate saying that because I know we have that issue with our films a lot of times. People come to us and say, "I didn't get it." Well, whatever. Uh, so now I'm I'm that I person. Got but it. Like, no, I, I understood what's happening, but I feel like there's so much backstory just, that had to be developed in order to write the story. I would have loved a, a couple more peeks at that. I don't know if there what like first of all it it's weird. I almost didn't want to review it because I don't want to sit here and just shit talk a film and be like, I didn't like it. It was just bad because it wasn't in that. I loved the trailer. I loved the idea of it. I loved the the idea of this, but I just didn't like where it went. And it was basically a 99 minute metaphor Yeah, is what it was. It starts off with the birds falling out of the nest and then the birds that you put and you bury the bird. 
and then the birds take everything from the other bird. It's all like really like a metaphor for mm -hmm. like taking from the bird and they became the birds and the motherhood and yeah. this, this whole thing. And when she kept saying, I'm not your mother, because there's something about like cuckoo birds. There's like a step, like a, a, a surrogate bird will come in or some shit like that. I forgot. Mm. So it was all metaphorical. The mm -hmm. whole thing was basically about birds right. for 99 minutes. And I, I just felt like there should have been so much more to that story. Didn't have to be a whole lot. You didn't have to get complex because then people go in the other direction, right? Yeah. And they got like 9,000 different things going on in one film. It just needed to be about more. Yeah. I just felt like they ran way too hard with that little shtick. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like the idea of being stuck in this place. I mean, I applaud them for not being conventional. I applaud, for them, sure. I applaud them for but. doing something different. That's why I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's not about like. Even though I really didn't enjoy a lot of it, and I I'm had glad issues movies with like it. this exist because yes. it, you know, it, it doesn't. It's. I can see a studio version of this where they like get out oh, and yeah. they, you know all this stuff, and they overdo it. Yeah, and it would have been. You know, it, they would have made it look like the Stepford Wives, and the houses would have been really modern yeah. and beautiful, and you know, but this one in the opposite direction where it's like. It was too plain. Yeah. It was so plain that it didn't match the normalcy that we were that that we were getting from these characters. If they came from some weird world, then I'd be like, well, I guess that looks normal to them. But from where they came from to going into there, you'd be like, this is fucking weird. I'm not going in there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, no. Um, yeah. Just like the food delivery. I. I knew what was going to happen. I was like, they're going to, once they pulled up there, I'm like, he's going to disappear. They're going to get stuck. They're not going to be able to get out. They're going to run out of gas. Everything was happening like just so. And then I was like, mm -hmm. well, they obviously need to eat if they're stuck here. So food's going to show up out of nowhere. Bam, the sh food shows up. Mm -hmm. Then he decides to set a fire. And I was like, I guarantee that house is going to be right where it was. Yeah. And it was like, it yeah. just all seemed to kind of go together. Uh, uh, follow the you know just kind of follow the breadcrumbs yeah, it, and was, I, it was a lot of it was um i saw a lot of it coming it was yeah that you could predict a lot of what was going to happen and um also what i didn't understand here's one thing that i didn't understand was that so again spoiler they uh i i guess they 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 sort of barter with them in a way or offer them some kind of agreement to get them out of there because they can't get out of this i don't want to say a complex i don't know what it is yeah, community or yeah. whatever a sub, physically a big suburb like. yeah they, they they physically can't find their way out and so then all of a sudden this like gooey baby shows up and they're like yeah raise the baby and we'll let you out no actually it said raise the baby and we'll release you release you well and release isn't well i know but i was trying not to ruin every aspect of it yeah. for people listening <laughs> uh that's how they were reading it right mm -hmm. raise the baby then you get out do what you got to do and they gave the little boy, first of all, the kid, it's not a real child. It looks like a real child, but they grow fast. So they've yeah. only been there like three months and the kids are already like seven. Right. And um, it was bizarre because he didn't seem to have a normal voice. Yeah, his voice was very weird. He had this weird like alien voice, which... Which was like, okay, fine, I got that. It had like a creep factor to it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I, I can dig that. But then as he got older, he sounded normal. So yeah. I didn't understand. Is it the mimicry? Because when he would mimic them, his voice sounded more normal. So he had, so I don't know, like if that, if that was like a process yeah. of getting know. his voice to a normal place. There's one scene that they did like effects with like makeup and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, that was pretty decent. I, I, I enjoy when... That would have been the absolute 100% turning point for me. And been like, <laughs> that's it. This, the, like... What do you mean? Like, and, and you would have done what? I would have killed it right yeah. then and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, but by then you realize what's going on. Like, you're not dealing... Because at that point you realize uh, I'm, not, I'm never making it out of here. Right, so. right. I don't know. I guess up until then, I can understand having some kind of uh, hope. Can we know? also address the fact that Jesse Eisenberg dug like a 20 foot hole and had like <laughs> yeah. six feet worth of dirt around the hole? Yeah. Like there would have been so much dirt I coming know. out of there. <laughs> it was like these like two mounds of dirt and then 20 feet going down. I was yeah. like, hmm, hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, it was, I feel like this could have been so much better. Yeah. And, but I still really appreciate 
the creativity in it mm-hmm. and I and and I appreciate that it was an original idea. Yeah. I did like it. I just felt like damn, that could have been better. Yeah. And I get that the budget was low, but I felt like they should have scaled it down so that she could have had a more realistic environment. So to make it look like there's, I don't know, let's just say 15 miles, 20 miles of houses, bring it down to like five miles of house and make it like build this, have more houses actually built into the set versus this green screen where you could clearly see that's flat over there. Like if they try to walk to that house, they're going to go through (laughs) a screen, you know? So it it just didn't, oh, it's just weird in that way. I felt like if it had looked more realistic, kind of like the way they did with like Edward Scissorhands, the way they Mm. did that type of, you know, it didn't look green screeny. I think right, they had right. more of a set for that. Um, and so I get the point of making it look vast because it's daunting. Well, Jesus, this this goes on forever. It's into the horizon. That's yeah. how big this place is. But I feel like if they'd scaled it down and made the houses look more realistic, and I don't know why the furniture inside was like from the 80s. Yeah. Some of it wasn't. The kitchen was updated, but the sconces on their wall were like those gold, like the golden girls, like... Their yeah. bedspread well, was like to, really to hammer old. Home the point that they don't really get humans. I guess, yeah, I guess I could see that, but it's like you get humans in the kitchen and yeah. living room area because they have a flat screen TV, but like you don't get them in the bedroom area. Yeah. I don't know. No. Um, it was just, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was an interesting one. I wouldn't say to skip it, but I just went in thinking that it was going to be a little bit more. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Anyway, okay. So so. Last last film, highest budget, The Laundromat. This is a, a, a Soderbergh film. Yep. Soderbergh? Soderbergh. So, Soderbergh. Um, and uh, so, uh, you know, my my uh, interest, obviously, for, for going in was Gary Oldman. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep and Gary Oldman. Oh, well. Uh, but there was Antonio, uh, Antonio Banderas. Banderas was in Not it. Yet. Uh Sharon Stone was in it. Um, oh, Jeffrey it? Wright was no, in I'm it. No, I'm thinking um, 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 Bernadette. And uh, Melissa Roush. Roush, that's what I was thinking of, Roush. Uh, there's a lot of, like, little cameos. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know this person, I know this person. Um, David Schwimmer. Schwimmer, yeah, David Schwimmer. Um, I want to see David Schwimmer in more stuff. Jason Patrick, or Patrick, something Patrick. Jason what's that, Patrick. What's that guy's name? Patrick, the Terminator the guy. The Terminator guy, yeah. No, Jason Patrick's, that's not Jason Patrick. Oh, yeah, Jason Patrick, yeah. <laughs> Jason Patrick's like the Lost Boys in yeah. Russia. Um, I enjoy the, sh- I enjoy the Schwimmer. Yeah, I, I like think David because Sh- you're always you know, like, it's, it's like Ross, Doofy Ross, Doofy Ross. And then he always plays really serious characters. And you're like, huh. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though, because when I first watched Friends, I thought Chandler was the funniest. And then as I got older, I, re- I realized that actually Ross is the funniest. They all have their I think they're they're like, I mean, yeah, they're all they're all funny or whatever. But then that's why the show is so popular. But I don't know. I, I when I first watched it, I was drawn to Chandler's stuff. A lot stu- of people hate Ross. Ch- Chandler's comedy. Yeah. Um. I have a similar kind of sensibility as Chandler, I'd, I'd guess. But Ross, I find I find him to be more funny now, and as the shows are on, yeah, and stuff, he it's kind of interesting. He had I, I do enjoy Ross too, and a lot of people don't like. Same way with like um, uh, I'm rewatching Scrubs to go along with the Scrubs podcast, and I f- I forgot how funny um Sarah Chalk was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Sarah Chalk because she's funny, and and I you know I'm a fan of. You know, I think she, I thought she was funny when I watched it originally, but then. Now watching it back as a more experienced filmmaker, uh, working with actors and stuff, I I noticed the subtleties in her performance that mm-hmm. I didn't notice before. JD is JD, and that's yeah. you know it's funny and JD and, and Turk or JD and Turk. Yeah. yeah, but hers has a lot of um, it's just stuff I never noticed before. Yeah, she's she's good at the like uh, neurotic. Yeah, that kind of comedic ner- like but the, neurotic the, comedian. Yeah. But the show does words. you know all all of them on there do, do such a good job of going from comedy to. She's, anyway, it's not all about right, segue. Yeah. <laughs> Right off the rails there. Um, So we watched Laundromat. Yeah. And um, this was weird for me because there's so much going on on a legal standpoint of how this works that it was confusing me just in the story. Yeah. I think that's just more that I like I'm a duh. And so I was like, well, I don't get what wait shell companies tax havens what happened wait what happened like and of course i know it's not like i don't know about this stuff but it goes into detail of it and it Mm -hmm. it goes into detail very quickly that was the problem was that 
as I was trying to grasp what they just finished saying, they were getting into a second point, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah, you wait, literally have two people narrating the whole entire film. Gary Oldman and, and Banderas, yeah. yeah, are their characters, but they narrate the film, and it's um, they had like this like funny little moment where the camera moves and like Oldman. Yeah. notices it and it was it was it was really uh, clever and i and i enjoyed that um but it's something that i think when as you sit with it more and you start thinking like because it was based on yeah uh the panama uh, papers yeah the panama papers yeah. and which was a book secrecy something secrecy yeah. something um meryl streep so another spoiler so meryl streep actually plays two characters <laughs> in this and I didn't catch that it was her mm, on the second. I knew something was was awry. Yeah. When this character walked in, I'm like, why the did nose. they look like that? Yeah. Like, but you know what? Some people just look like yeah, that, yeah. you know? And so I thought, like, I'm not sure if this person just has an unfortunate, uh, had just had some unfortunate biological uh, mishaps, if you will. Um, but I knew something wasn't right. And it, it was like, why would this character constantly be wearing these glasses? Like it was like they did such a uh, they they focused so much on not focusing on their face in a way yeah. that I knew something was going on, but I never in a million years thought, oh, it's fucking Meryl, yeah. <laughs> like, because she first of all she's wearing um, like I guess a fat suit you'd call it. Mm -hmm. um, they did such an amazing job at the jiggle. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of times that doesn't, speaking of friends, like when Monica would wear the suit, it yes. was so awkward because you're like, that doesn't even look, I mean, it's like, oh, ha, ha funny because you know it's Monica. But yeah. this was like this, I, I've i seen women shaped this way. Mm -hmm. And they had this like plush jiggle rolls in, in the right places. And she, maybe part of it was because of the suit that she had to change her walk, but she had a different walk. So you mm -hmm. didn't even like catch on. To the fact that she was in that. And then there was another scene that they had, like, they were performing surgeries. I'll just say Oof, that. Yeah. And they did a really good job on the dummies. Yeah. Because normally you're like, that's obviously not an eye. That doesn't look like a real mm -hmm. eye. They did a really good job with the skin. And they they did very well with that. I will say that. It was a good film. It's just you have... I think... It would really help if you went in knowing more about how these shell companies yeah. and how they uh, sort of, I guess, evade their tax. What they call it, tax, tax avoidance yeah. is legal. Tax evasion is illegal. Right. And so it's basically a lot of like how these multi-million, billion-dollar companies manage to keep all of their profits without having to pay taxes in the states that yeah. they're in because they do stuff overseas and then they go through other companies that don't actually exist. And um, so it's like they're, they're, they own a company that doesn't do anything. It has no right. employees. There's no location for it. There's like uh, a PO box. And yeah. That's there's it. a PO box and that's it. Yep. And they actually don't sell anything. They don't manufacture anything. It's a front and, uh, you know, they make millions and billions of dollars off of it. Mm -hmm. Yay, USA! <laughs> so yeah. um, it's sort of explained a little bit in the end um, in a bit more detail just in terms of, like, how, how it was relevant to what was happening. And I think it was, like, in that person's, like, manifesto or the, the John yeah. Doe was. Yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, it's not like... The most exciting movie ever. Yeah, but it was a fun little but it movie. Was, it was in, it was informative and, yeah. you know, I think, the, like, I thought there was going to be, like, more action, I guess. And, like... I thought it was... It, it, I mean, it's Soderbergh or whatever, but I thought there was going to be more of a narrative structure. They kind of break away that. Yeah. Break away from, like, any kind of conventional kind of, like, story, you know? Yeah. They, they jump in on this story and this story and how it all kind of comes together and... I guess that's interesting about it, you know. Yeah, nothing groundbreaking, but I, you know, a fun, a fun little movie, something a little different, you know. Yeah, I thought um, this reminded was me something... a lot of that um, film they did about the Wall Street stuff, not the not Wolf of Wall Street. No, no, the other one. Remember they they had the other one where they're explaining through the whole entire film. Which one was what's that? happening? Who was in it? Um, you had uh, Christian Bale was in it. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. But what? Yeah. <laughs> It reminded me a lot of that because in that film there's a lot of narration and it's still very confusing about what's going on. In that film it's very confusing about what's going on with Wall Street and money. and Everything that has to do with money is so confusing and so just diluted and, and like... Not uh, American Hustle. No, like big money or, or money something. Um, 
But big like money and money something. Money something. We never watched Vice. Vice, yeah. Oh, the big short. The big short. That's it. Okay, yes, I do. Uh, yeah, so I didn't. Similar. I I was lost with that one. Yeah. That one had way too much. This one, I this one isn't as confusing really as that, but um, for that one, it's it's still like I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it was the fine. The big it was short. Fine. I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. And then like. 20 minutes in, I was like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Wait, what happened? And then like, just, they just kept throwing information. Yeah. And I was like, I feel so stupid. <laughs> that was a lot of, yeah. you have to really be paying attention. Wasn't Ryan Gosling in that? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, this was, this was an interesting way of telling that story by showing it to you. Right. Yeah. Versus like just the, uh, the, the black and white of like, here's how it works right. on paper, but they showed it happening so that right. you understood what was going on. Um, because I was like, because they go into a couple of different stories, and you're like following yeah, the story, story for the guy twenty with minutes. The daughter, I was like, where is yeah. this going? And yeah. then I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right, I got yeah. it. I thought that lasted a little bit longer than it needed to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that story was kind of a, like there was a lot of detail for what you really got at the end of it, but um, yeah, it was interesting to see. Uh, so I, I, I liked it. Um, I, yeah. you know, I wished, I wish there was a bit more Oldman in it. Yeah. But you got him doing an accent, so there's that. No, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Such is life. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on next week. <laughs> you, know, you don't say. <laughs> I did, I, well, I did want to try to like do that list. So yeah. Because um, I'm, I'm always interested in people that inspire other people. Like, what was their inspiration? Like, when you watch. Um, I feel like mine are so disappointing. They're going to be so disappointing. Yours are going to be? Yeah. Because um, everyone's always just like, oh, my God, I was in high school and I saw this film and I was like, I have to make films. And ever since I was nine years old, I had a camera, you know, like well, I, I mean, that. like people like so. So, OK, so if you want to play along at home, um, I'm going to do like a like a list. Your top like three, I'm going to say top three directors mm -hmm. that you are most inspired by whose work that you admire the most. So I have to think about that. My actors list have a comfy chair. Yeah. There's <laughs> no way that I can do top three. It literally cannot happen. I think if I can keep both actors and actresses under 40, it would be probably a miracle. Mm. It's okay. a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Um, and, and, it, they they're probably not going to be people that it's not all like the a list of people that you think. Yeah. Um, some are in there, but like, I oh, like Petra and Kieran. <laughs> well, I love them, but you know, just um, I, I'm just I don't know. I'm inspired by a lot of different a lot of different actors, a lot of indie actors, and um, so I just thought it'd be interesting to do that list to see like what how does do you, like can you make a connection to the type of work that you do? Yeah. Um, type of actor that you are with 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 that I don't know yeah. um, so we might you know we we really since last year we've been wanting to have the vital sign crew on and we might just have to deal with microphones sounding like garbage because we'll not everybody has the ability to record, record yeah. um, I just hate the way stuff sounds through Skype when they, they, they can't isolate their their audio yeah it's not my faves but anyway so uh, our weekly shout out, obviously, first and foremost, MoGraph. Mo <laughs> I Mo thought you Graf were going to finish. You thought I was going to finish. Network, which we are part of. But check out MoGraph.com yeah, for check. a lot of, uh, I love those guys. Just they have cool tutorials. They're starting, a, with MoGraph.com, they're starting a whole new community of uh, and we're artists. we first. <laughs> sure. All right. Sure. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. So check out Matt and Dave. Mm-hmm. We love them. Yeah. And, and, you know, all the other people, too. Sure, whatever. <laughs> and um, uh, so Reality Bomb Comicast, uh, Steady Geeden. Steady Geeden. Steady Geeden. <laughs> Steady Geeken, not up for debate. Also, I just want to say that another not up for debate podcast popped up with yeah. the same name. And our boys were first. Yeah. But just they have the saying. number four. So, of course, when she told me that, I was like, Stop. not up for debate four? <laughs> I was like, you freaking idiot. <laughs> Um, stop doing that. Like, don't take, I will never understand why people do that. They may not even know. Get out of here. You tell me when you went to go look for a name that you didn't see that up there. That's the first so thing I you chose do is send to three. see. Yeah. And then you're like one. some guitarist. What? Doesn't some guitarist have it? Oh, paulrobinson.com. Oh, yeah. paulrobinson.com has yeah, it. Some yeah. Some guitarist. Yeah. Nobody else has send three, but no one else, but no one ever knows what the fuck it is yeah. or what, what's spelled out and who's, you've, you're living in a tree. Is no. it the number three or do you spell uh, out three? Sen? Z? Sen? Sen? Z -E -N? Then? Then three? Then? Why is it then? 
it's just it figures I just cannot escape weird people. Names. Yeah, I just can't. Like with my first name, and then I have then our production company has named no one freaking pronounces right. It's just ugh. fun times. Um, but we had it with Go Gorilla. Like we did Go Gorilla, and there was no Go Gorilla, and now there's like some company that has. And I was like, really? Yeah. Oh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> it's just whatever. Um, but so make your list if you want to. You know, you want to mm-hmm. play along. Yes, please do. Make your list and and we'll see if we have the same peeps on our list, you know. Yeah, buddy. For funsies. Yep. And uh, reach out to us if you have anything you want us to watch or, you know, see and feel and live in. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.